Hi, everybody. This is a podcast where real doctors discuss fake medical emergencies. That means that unless you suddenly can't do that on television, this podcast is not medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Hi, everybody. I'm Jackson Vane. I'm Johnny Kolosinski. You might remember me from such podcasts as The Work Stout, a CrossFit and booze podcast. Get the hell out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is Hi, Everybody, a Bad Medicine podcast. Uh, Every week, we talk about what Hollywood gets right and wrong about medicine and how the body works. Uh, With us, once again, for the first time in a very long time, is Dr. Greg Winter. Uh, hey, hey guys, what's going on? Hi, everybody. Hey, you got it. <laughs> you got to pitch our socials. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are on the social medias. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, if I remember to do it in time, TikTok at Hi Everybody MD. And you can also find us online at www.hieverybodymd.com. You guys are you... talking now? We're working on it. We're working on it. I think we'd be good TikTok content. TikTok content. Um, you will also be able to see us live at Comic-Con Special Edition on Saturday, November 27th uh, from 3 to 4 p.m. in rooms that are noted in the show notes. So you guys are going to invite me to that, right? Yeah. Uh, Greg Winter <laughs> is going to be our special guest, uh, Courtney Nicholas and uh, Dr. Eva Ferrelli, who has not actually Farley. been heard on the Farley. show yet. Farley. Um <laughs> are going to be just our regular guests. Yeah. But it'll be a fun time. It's the Bad Movie Medicine Holiday Special for the people that are going if they want to look it up in the schedule. Yeah, the Bad Movie Medicine Holiday Special. Yes. This episode, however, we are not discussing something holiday-related. Even though we're coming up on Thanksgiving, we are going to be discussing Season 2, Episode 2 of the Nickelodeon series Pete and Pete. It's called The Field of Pete. And... um I know Johnny's going to ask, why did you pick this episode? Yeah. I fell into a deep, I guess, nostalgia hole. Pete a, hole? A deep, <laughs> Pete, a deep Pete hole? Yeah. yeah like a, a, Pete a, hole. A, Pete a hole. Re, a real deep Pete hole. And um, watched a lot of episodes. And when this episode crossed my path, I thought this would be a really good one to discuss. Um, I guess if you guys have never heard of and or watched The Adventures of Pete and Pete, it's about two brothers named Pete. And they're very weird adventures through a random suburban town. And it's very surreal. And this show was pretty darn advanced for its age. It absolutely feels like something that would have been on Adult Swim had Adult Swim been a thing. Yeah. Um, I recently saw... There's a a Nickelodeon documentary that came out in 2020. I think it's just called Nickelodeon Documentary or something. And they kind of went through a lot of this stuff and... It's sort of amazing to see how some of those shows, like Clarissa explain, explains it all, and Pete and Pete, how they are are things that were so far advanced when it comes to comedy or filming or just like show structure that now seem very standard. But also, they were on a kids' network, and yeah. they certainly were not standard at the time. It it was um, definitely a kids' show written for their parents to watch with them, right? Right. More more than anything. Yeah, like it. Very much feels like something that led into Arrested Development now, for example. I, I know exactly how you feel. And it it just feels like, oh, man, if this came out right now, it would fit in with anything that yeah. was sort of, you know, critically acclaimed, top of the line stuff. Mm-hmm. And still is, um, it was 
very much engaging at that time, at that age, and still engaging now as an adult. It's, it, uh, I think um, Katie said, like, oh, it's about this. And it's like, no, it's about the thing I'm thinking about yeah. because you can, you, it's very well written. So it's, you can make it be about, it's so surreal, too. Yeah. Like, the, the topics that they, that they discuss are very kind of vague things. But you, like you said, it's kind of like English class. What did you take out of right. this book? What did you get from yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> If this is an episode that's about getting brain freeze from slushies because you win baseball games, but the guy who's making the brain freeze slushies is named Bob Oppenheimer. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> deep, I mean, deep cuts. They were they were swinging for the fences with stuff, and that's I, I mean that's why it's still good as opposed to when you make something for a particular audience, then uh, then it won't stand the test of time. Whereas this really does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I didn't grow up with cable at this point in time. And so, you poor, you poor bastard. Exactly. I had it at my grandma's house. So exactly, I had it at my grandma's and the babysitters. Saturday night, Nick at grandma's. The old Nick. <laughs> um, but, uh, but because of that, I didn't really grow up with Pete and Pete. Mm -hmm. And so, seeing it now was the first time, really, for me. And it, I was still entertained for the yeah. entire twenty-four minutes. Yeah, it's it's a good. It, this one's actually one of those like really good episodes, I think, too, in general for the whole series. There's a lot of memorable characters, but kind of pitching the premise of this episode, um, Pete, Big Pete, older Pete, is uh, on a baseball team, and they're playing a bunch of games for a very ruthless coach. And the coach is pretty much only driven by a slushy drink, mm -hmm. I guess. That's the only joy he finds in life, and it's the, the slushy drink is called the Orange Lazarus, and it's too cold too delicious mm -hmm. um the guy who created it just wanted world peace and that's why he created this drink but um if you drink it too quick you get brain freeze and that's like the big driving factor to be specific if consumed too quickly the super cold lazarus could shut down the central nervous system in 1.2 seconds resulting in a condition known as brain freeze yes I mean, there's so there's so many like layers of this that you can bring to it as an adult, and it's like this coach thinks too much. He needs to shut his brain down. <laughs> like, you mean freeze his brain? It's got to slow it down a little bit. Um, brain freezes. I actually had to look up what the technical term of brain freeze is. It's called a cold stimulus headache, hmm. also known as brain freeze. Thank you, Wikipedia. But. Um, it lasts about 20 seconds to about two minutes or so. If you shut down your central nervous system in 1.2 seconds, you're dead. That's probably the nicest. I but mean, you're not dead until you're warm and dead. Touche. <laughs> but your central I've been listening to episodes of this podcast. <laughs> you know, I did write that down. Um, do you know what the cure for brain freeze is? Brain sticking warm. your thumb on the roof of your mouth? So it's actually sticking your tongue to the roof of your mouth. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that is a thing that people say, but also waiting or about 10 seconds does the same exact thing. Or warm water. Often, you know, doing something active makes you feel like you're curing something when really you just needed a little bit of time. That is like true. The co like any of the diseases we treat on a normal basis. I'm trying to think of one that is. Like the cold. Okay. Like cancer. Just give it a little time, it'll go away. I mean, some things, don't, you die. some things don't get better, fair enough. But a lot of what we do in medicine is buy yourself some time, mm -hmm. which which might be very supportive time, which might be like, hey, you need fluids, you need IVs, you, you need You need to make it through stuff. this. Yeah. Right, but if you do that, your body will take care of it, but we got to support your body in the meantime. Yeah, And it is like, it's not fun, but 
there were like there's old wives tales and I definitely get this at work is where people I'm not lying has have actually come into work for brain freeze and they thought something was wrong like what happened I mean I guess if it's the first time that that's they ever said happened it's too to you. hot outside for him to get brain freeze you deal with you deal with a different segment of the population I, I kind of do but I go brain freeze is indiscriminate of how the temperature is outside yeah you can get brain freeze when it's cold. You can get brain freeze when it's It's literally warm. the temperature inside your noodle, your head, your noggin. Yeah, literally literally your <laughs> God, noodle. Godspeed Take that little, as you will. Godspeed little noodle. Um, I also learned cats can get it. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Cats I know that dogs can get, like, their intestines twisted from, like, ice water. That I did not know. That might be a lie, but yeah, I've read that That might on be the a internet. thing that you read. <laughs> But that's, I think maybe that's a big takeaway point is just because you read something doesn't make it true. Yeah, but cats can actually get brain freeze. I'm going to go try that on my cat later. I don't think Iggy's going to do it. No. Iggy doesn't have enough teeth for brain no. freeze. You don't need teeth for brain freeze. <laughs> you need a brain for brain freeze. Come on. <laughs> so how close is brain freeze to a migraine? Not. Okay. So it, there's two theories on how brain freeze can happen. I heard differently, but you I would like so? to hear Jackson's first. Well, there's two, there's two theories. Fight, doctor either, fight, doctor fight. It can either affect your um, trigeminal nerve, mm-hmm. and that can cause a cold, or it can cause, like, coldness of the anterior cerebral artery, and that can also cause, like, the pain when it refers upward. Yeah. Which is not a migraine. Correct. And then, but, but trigeminal neuralgia type of pain can be like a migraine. Can be like a migraine, okay. but not a migraine. Yeah. And so the trigeminal ger- nerve is one of the big nerves that branches off from your central. It's cranial nerve five. Yeah, that's why it's one of the big ones. Sorry, I didn't do well in anatomy. I don't know if I've explained this before, but not. A, you don't not remember a, your mnemonic? I don't. Oh, oh, to touch in that one? No, I don't. You never learned that one? Yeah, well, you test better. That one was. What is this mm, mnemonic? It's terrible. Oh, oh, it, oh, I, oh, now I do remember. Mm, it. Okay, yeah. so obviously we need a Patreon. We can, <laughs> or an OnlyFans, depending on how terrible this one Probably is. Probably closer to an OnlyFans, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, you can. This is something you can look it up. It, it is the way to remember the twelve cranial nerves, and it's a mnemonic, and it's like oh 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 to, to touch, touch and, and feel. feel something. I mean, I didn't do well. I don't remember. I remember that it is a mnemonic. It is, um, but it's the, it's the third one, fifth, fifth one. See, see, story checks out. Um, but that one, the fifth one, branches into three nerves, which goes to the three spot. It's like upper face, V1, V2, V3. Yeah. And so those, like, you can actually do a lot of diagnostic stuff if somebody has, like, specifically on one side of the face, in one part of the face, you can find out a lot about something that's going on if they have a stroke or an affected area. Um, but the trigeminal nerve basically serves your your face. and Yeah. It's like three branches of the face. So, like, I know this is an audio medium, but if you kind of do, like, the number three like this, like one finger is touching your forehead, one's touching your nose, and one's touching your chin. That's basically the Imagine if you're doing west side on your face sideways. Mm -hmm. East side? (laughs) East side? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On your face, that's basically how it distributes. But it also can cause, like, a referred pain, too. So just because the pain is in your – the stimulus is in your mouth, the feeling is on your face and your head. That's the reason I asked is because I do sometimes get migraines and I do more frequently get brain freeze because um, boozy slushies are now a thing, mm-hmm. and they happen in 
kind of close to the same place. And I use this instead of, you know, actually going to see a primary care doctor. How dare you? <laughs> Did you not listen to the disclaimer yeah, at the I beginning of this podcast? Right at the beginning. Well, also, I haven't added it a, yet, so it still counts. It's not an actual emergency. It is It is true. It is not an emergency. You should not go to the ER for Please brain Please do not go to the ER for brain freeze. And actually, we actually use uh, hypothermia as a therapeutic thing. If Courtney was here, she could talk about more of it. But we'll um, cool your brain if you were in cardiac arrest. Yeah, so. that's that's part of the thing that has been said on here before. It's, you're not dead until you're warm and dead. In fact, Johnny said it earlier this, yeah. this show. Counts but, as before. Um, so it, if you suddenly are not circulating oxygen, one of the things you can do to protect damage is to cool your body down. And so you can use it as a protection. Or also, if somebody comes in cold, you don't know what's going on until you warm them up. Yeah. And I definitely used that like two weeks ago where we put on a cooling helmet. It looks like the cooling kind of stuff that you do for your PC. I've seen that, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what basically circulates through. It's just like cold water and it just removes heat from around your head. So and also you can play Fortnite that much faster. <laughs> your that, graphics will be that, so much better. That kid is running Fortnite at such high, high speeds right now. It's amazing. The graphic fidelity is amazing on that one. But going back to... Going what, back <laughs> to 1994 Nickelodeon. Um, that was a big kind of uh, plot point for this whole thing is that people were drinking their Lazarus too quick and getting brain freeze. To the point that they actually had seizures. Which that seizure looked like crap. As a guy who sees a lot of seizures, um, we have to. One of the big things I have to tell apart is like, is this a real seizure or a fake seizure? Like, constantly. because you're in an emergency situation. Correct. And um, you know, the real seizures, it's usually like a flexing, tight, tight muscle flexing kind of movement, kind of again, audio yeah. medium. Yeah, but he's basically doing like a curling method, kind of like that motion. Not so much like a full body jerking kind of thing where they're vibrating on the table and. Um, like the example of that, and this is going to be also like 1994. So sorry, anyone you know from 1994, well, you know, born recently. Um, sorry, time travelers. Sorry, time travelers. Um, the seizure in powder is awful, and I'm apparently the only one who remembers the seizure in powder. If you can only see like Greg and Maya's face, my face right now, just going. <laughs> That's what I when I saw the the seizure <laughs> laid out on the table. Uh -huh. I, I thought of. Yeah, it's not a... I'm sorry, I'm still dealing with ooh, ooh, ooh to touch <laughs> and feel. And I'm trying to figure out how feel is... Oh, 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 to touch. That's five. Oh, but that's... Oh, trigeminal. T, F. <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> oh, so the way a mnemonic works is it's the not the thing that you're thinking of. Correct. It's the letter of the thing Correct. that is yeah. in the mnemonic. Yeah. Perfect. But speaking of like <laughs> mnemonics and stuff like that, um, you know, you know what they call. So we I have to do a fake seizures, kind of like I mentioned, mm -hmm. and they look like the ones we saw in this episode, right. where the body's like violently shaking, uncontrolled, kind of. Um, it's it used to be called pseudo seizures. You know what they're called now? What fake seizures? No, <laughs> close psychogenic non-epileptic seizures yeah. or penis. <laughs> I like when doctors have a sense of humor. It's called penis. And I actually had a patient that got brought in. She was an inpatient. Um, she was staying inpatient, got brought to the emergency department. I don't know why, because they were already admitted right. to the hospital. You're in, you're in the most acute setting you can be in. Right? So they bring we her in. We need to step this one down. We got to go We gotta go to the ER. Like, not to the ICU. We're going to go to the ER. They bring her down, and... The, the nurse just goes, oh, she has pseudo-seizures. And I go, 
Actually, they're now called psychogenic non-epileptic seizures. The girl stops seizing, goes, that guy knows what he's talking about, and then goes back <laughs> into the seizure. Well, that means we can admit you right back up to the ward like, again. And back to the psych ward you go. But that's actually what it's called now. And um, that's how she had those seizures. And the highest risk for people who have to have that disorder is knowing someone with seizures or actually having seizures. Yeah. And the thing about people who have seizures, they don't know what their seizures look like when they have those seizures. Because they're having a seizure. Correct. So they'll have these very um, exaggerated movements. And this is when I teach my residents the test on how to tell if it's a real seizure or not. And I'm sure, have you done it? Uh, no, Jackson. The, you've never taught me in anything. The hand drop. <laughs> Which is where you put their hand above their face. And if they, oh yeah, and if the hand slaps them on their forehead, then it might be a real seizure. Then that's real. But if it doesn't, then I know it's fake. So um, if your hand hits you in the face, you might have a real seizure. I did have a kid that was very. The kid knew my trick though, and smacked himself in the right. face, and I actually had to go through the whole thing. So it feels like you just never feel like someone's having a seizure. I always do that as my first test: is the hand drop, especially if it looks like um, an exaggerated seizure, like Teddy had in this episode. That's one of the things that actually um, medicine gets real wrong. Just seizures, seizures in general, they can be really, really subtle. Mm -hmm. and usually in a show, it's a grand mal seizure where everything is going, and that's a really, that's real bad. But the main thing that happens after a seizure is a person is not responsive. Like, you can't ask them anything, and that's one of the things I notice a lot where they just like go in to be like, oh, what happened? Like, oh, I don't remember. Like, no, you're not, you're not speaking. You're not, so you are. All of your muscles and neurons have been firing. You are not doing anything. Because you just pulled a Lucy and used 100% of your brain. <laughs> Touche. I tell families it's like the worst workout you ever had. Yeah. You're, you've been like flexing and contracting every muscle, and your brain's also been firing this whole time. You're not going to want to do anything for about 20 to 30 minutes after a seizure. And one of the other tests is like people usually um, they urinate on themselves. They... That's how you know the dedicated Right. One. That's that's a real dedicated pseudo-seizure. Right. De dedicated penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they, they become incontinent. They really can't respond. They they have no recollection of what happened. Um, and that that's easy way to, to pick out fake stuff. Also, uh, I I I know that it's something that you have to deal with, but man, that would be a frustrating thing to see is somebody faking a seizure in a in an acute in acute care setting. I cannot speak today in a acute care setting where like there's so much other stuff happening and just like you have to deal with somebody faking you, an illness. You know how to get out of the waiting room real quick? You fake a seizure. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's true. Like More so than chest pain. You have to deal with it. Not medical advice. I mean, don't go to the ER for, for anything. Unless you have an emergency, don't go to the ER. I mean, this is why it's, it's called emergency room. I mean, not chronic abdominal pain room. This is why I tell people there's two reasons why you get seen really quickly in the ER. One, you're really, really sick, or two, the waiting room's empty. <laughs> right, exactly. Those are the only two reasons you're going to get seen really quick by me. And it's not for maliciousness or anything like that. It's just I have stuff to deal with. Right. Your priority is keeping whoever is about to not be alive yeah. alive. Also, I tell people I might not figure out what's wrong with you today. I just got to make sure you don't die here right. today. And you then, don't die until I get you to someone who can do more in-depth. You don't die until you get into me, and then it's okay to die. <laughs> I mean, that's... Greg is a palliative care doctor, which means hospice, and not, you know... I mean, that's why I tell my residents and my fellows... Orthopedist. Like, no one dies in my department. They die in other departments. <laughs> they can die in anyone else. 
It's horrible. It's been a long stretch of shifts. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. But back to this. Back episode. to Pete and Pete. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see what else. Um, also, brain freeze doesn't make you act like you're drunk. And I think that was like one thing that happened towards the end of the episode when Big Pete brought out a thermos, or not a thermos, I guess a big old cooler. Uh, the, the McDonald's orange yes. drink. That's what it looked like. It looked like a big old cooler. It's of, the orange jug. It is the orange, orange jug. football jug. Yeah. And that was filled to the brim with Lazarus. Mm. The kids drank it and started acting all drunk, like kind of wandering around, climbing fences in a stuperous phase. And I don't think, I, I shouldn't say I don't think, I, I know it doesn't happen like that. Right? And this was pre boozy slushy being the commonplace at every bar in San Diego. I take it back. This might be a fun Lazarus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knew, who knows what that. Yeah, you don't know what's in that. The show was ahead cooler. of its time. It's true. Bob Oppenheimer might have made some real good Lazarus there. <laughs> real good Lazarus. I mean, that's my Jack Black cover band. Real good Lazarus? Moving on from the slushies, mm -hmm. there was one other thing that really jumped out at me in this episode. Yes. And that was the fact that the reason that they got Pete's little brother trash talking on the team was because so many people were knocked out by the flu vaccine. You mean firing off them spike proteins? Exactly. Because not only, it wasn't that they all got the vaccine and then felt icky for two days. Mm -hmm. It's that, and again, I'm quoting from the episode, the tiny, vid, one, one uh, their catcher, I believe. No, because that was Pete. That was one of, but one of their players got the flu vaccine. Teddy. Teddy got the flu vaccine and the Teddy. tiny bit of the flu vaccine uh, flu virus in the vaccine made Teddy the carrier, and he passed it along. Can I just say Teddy had a real bad episode? He had he got the flu from the flu shot, got seizures. I just and like I don't that. think he spoke. He didn't. I like that a tiny bit of misinformation infects the whole team with nonsense, and it created more trash talk than they've ever seen before. <laughs> right? It feels very much ahead of its time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just to be really clear, getting the flu shot does not give you the flu. It's a it's a non-live virus. It cannot give you the flu. It cannot give you the flu. Can it make you feel a little bit ill for a day or two? Yeah, that's the point. It's you know act activating your immune system. You should probably feel a little bit under the weather, but way less under the weather than getting the actual flu. I tell, I tell people it's like you're more likely to catch a flu from going to get your flu shot yeah. than actually getting the flu shot. I mean, same same setting. The COVID vaccine does not give you COVID. Simple as that. It's not a maybe it will. It does not. Um, and also getting COVID has a lot more complications than any of the side effects that you could potentially get from getting the vaccine, which is mainly just activating your immune system against something that's really, really dangerous. Yeah. So you should get your vaccine. I mean, that's... The whole COVID vaccine thing and people saying they got sick or with COVID now, people are actually telling me they got COVID from the COVID vaccine. Um, there's actually a, um, a new thing out where people say they can deactivate the vaccine because of all the people who got the vaccine so that they can still work. And they would take a bath in borax. I mean, please don't take a bath in borax. This episode brought to you by borax. <laughs> by all the borax. Uh, it's very I weird. Like, no, wrong. Oh, Borax. Yeah. Not Borat. Okay. I think it a, a thing that sort of we have really 
lost is just learning, like thinking about what your source is and, and that's a really hard thing to talk about on a funny podcast about medical stuff. But just like get medical stuff from medical people. Simple as that. Trustworthy it, medical people. It's medical people that you're seeing in person and not listening to on a podcast. Right, right. right. And talking about brain freeze from orange slushies. <laughs> right. <laughs> Perfect. Maybe in person. Yeah. Just not, not right now. But yeah, this episode, hearing them say, that's like the biggest, I think, misnomer why people don't want to get their flu shot is that they're afraid they're going to get sick from mm -hmm. the flu shot. Yeah. There is the live attenuated version of it, which is the the spray in the nose. Which is also not a thing that most people get. You only get that if you say you're allergic to eggs, and so then they don't give you the normal flu shot. Yeah, or you're afraid of needles. Right. Which, way too many people. Now, I have a, and I know that in 1994, neither of you were physicians yet. Mm, no. But. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> what? level of cell service were they getting <laughs> I, from I, I this flu vaccine? I knew you were going to go there. Well, when I had the brick, I, my parents actually had that brick yeah, Motorola phone. Um, I'm sure it, it, it boosted it quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you could also be talking about your car phone yeah. also boosting that up too. I mean, one of the big things or in, pager. in Pete and Pete is his mom has a metal plate in her skull and that like that's a real thing. You You can mess with radio waves locally you know it's it any any potential thing that can um disturb radio waves in the short in a short distance like yeah if somebody's head is near a microphone you you might hear some distortion and they definitely play with that in the show a little bit but if it's, this was a video podcast i'd be slamming my head into the microphone right now <laughs> but it's not so you're welcome i think the good part i think there was one scene where i think little pete shot the garage door opener waves off of her head to hit the garage door yeah. to open it up i think they've done that before I mean, they play with it. It's ahead of its time. It you should definitely watch Pete and Pete. And Midsummer. And Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is a good episode. It's like a fun, lighthearted one. Um, but especially now, since people aren't imbibing as many frosty drinks because it's a little colder now. Except, Except in San Diego this weekend. Good Lord. Oh, man, it was really hot. Yeah. Like, you know, one of the things that, like, that, that song that starts Pete and Pete, um, Hey Sandy. Hey Sandy. I think the band is Polaris. I know it is because I looked it up. Um, but it's also on the. But show. you wanted to feel a little cooler, right? Exactly by like, hey man, I know this. But I I used to put it on mixes all the time because it's a great song and mm -hmm. it's also like a minute and a half. And it has like the it it sets up the show in such a weird way because that like not really being able to know what the lyrics are, but they're also kind of on the tip of your tongue. It like gives you this feeling of like sort of remembering something but also not really knowing and that's what i feel about every episode of pete and pete like it's always like oh yeah this is great like i this is great i sort of get it and also it's just like makes me feel like i'm a kid like it's a it is a great show you should totally watch it it's it's definitely easy to find on a website that rhymes with shmoo right um, <laughs> normally we'd say hey watch this on amazon watch this on uh but hulu you, you watch this on even uh paramount plus which used to be cbs all access but there's there's no there's no pete and pete it's not anywhere and actually it's because the music's licensed yeah and that's a big that's a big thing about shows that are only streaming is that the streaming license is a different thing and so a lot of like even Seinfeld when it well not Seinfeld I'm trying to think of a show Dawson's Creek didn't That's, have the Dawson's right. Creek song Exa that was like wait, a really weird what? thing where like Dawson's yeah. Creek didn't didn't have there was no I don't want to wait 
I and, did not know and that. And then yeah. it's, then Until it's like almost this a different, year. It's almost a different show then. Yeah. Um, so that, that changes Pacey Con like forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so that Pete and Pete is one. I have all of it. I, I bought all of the um, the DVDs. Actually, I think I have them on Blu-ray at this point. But it's one of those things Flex. where it's going to be, you know, it, it can't be the same as it was because nobody can release it mm-hmm. because all the cute, all the cool musicians like did cameos and you can't. You can't just release that. So, but definitely, this is one of those really fun episodes. If you want to take like a like a nostalgia trip back in time, this is a good one. Yeah. Speaking of nostalgia trips, back also in King time. of Fraud. That's a good one. Oh, King of Fraud. Yeah. Oh, I love that episode. <laughs> That's a great episode. That and then um, the, the sick day episodes really. I mean, they're good. all they're all so good. And there's what when it had thirty of them. There's not very many. Martin Van Buren stuck in Pete's nose. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that's I want to talk has, about that one. As day. an adult, that has so many different implications. But I really that one that was one of my favorite episodes. And now it's in a like now it's an ER doctor removing marshmallows out of kids' noses. Yeah. Static shock does not it's, remove I them mean, out of noses. I feel like you don't know what a Van Buren is. No. Yeah. That's that's why this is great. But also I assume you're not clearly, talking about the unreleased Fallout 3 from like the late I'm just 90s. Saying, that means that they did know what it was, and it's like that's why they picked, they didn't pick that name by accident. I thought it was just because of his fuzzy hair, and it makes it very easy to lodge in your head. Yeah, you'll see. Is there Jackson a, is, is there googling a, this. Is right there a Lyndon B. Johnson too? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just. I mean, I am gonna rule I'm, rule thirty four. <laughs> Speaking of rule thirty four. I have an important question. I don't like what I looked up, you guys. <laughs> but they wrote that. I'm, I regret everything. This is why I put my phone on. There was a time mode. in my life where I did not know what this was. I mean, just be thankful that like I knew that randomly. You didn't have to know it randomly. I'm sad. But now you will. But now you will. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to go ahead and change the subject now for real this time. So something even more pleasant? <laughs> That's where I'm going, yeah. Because the human centipede bills itself as 100% medically accurate. If that's the case, and that's our baseline, which means that's what 100% means for those who are just joining us for the first time in a while. It's been a while. How medically accurate is Season 2, Episode 2 of The Adventures of Pete and Pete, Fields of Pete, Dr. Jackson Bain. Um, so I actually wrote down 50% before we started this episode. I think he forgot how it works. I did. Um, <laughs> I really did. It's been a little bit. Um, is it Lucy bad? No. I Don't live in the past. Live in the now. I mean, if I live in the now, it's not human centipede accurate. That's for sure. Everything they talked about for brain fever was wrong. The seizures look bad. Um, the vaccine information. The vaccine information itself is egregious in itself. You know what? Forty percent. Screw it. Oh, I went fair. there. Took yeah. it down. Oh, that's bad. What's crummy is that it's like I like this, so I want to give it a higher rating. But we're not but judging based on the episode. Yeah, it's, it's not quality. It's it's quality of medicine. Yeah. So it is quality. So I'm right. It's qualitative <laughs> quality. <laughs> Um, qualified quality. Qualitative you know, quality. No, I, I got to agree. Because, I mean, that type, especially in, to, in today's climate, to get that type of vaccine information. And I know that it's tongue-in-cheek for them. But also, like, it's not that's now. exactly what, ha- like, you get a little bit of bad information. And that 
stuff snowballs and then suddenly you're you're chugging slushies on the sideline to get brain freeze in order to win a baseball game and like and somebody's saying no i can't get this covid vaccine because i saw an episode of, right. of pete and we're, pete we're so close to all of that happening i mean if you add the letters in pete and pete that gives you what eight no gives pete you eight. and pete gives you 11 <laughs> so well, and then and that's season how many, two, how many players are on a baseball no team. but it's season two plus episode two so that's four <laughs> and then if you add two to that because there's two kids, so yeah, this it adds is up the, to 17, the so you get Q. So basically. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, I just derailed uh, you real hard. It, it's, that's one of those things where, like, if you have an answer in mind, then you can make it get there. And that's not that's not what research is. That's not how you should look at medicine. You should. This episode was sent to us by Q. You should get some trusted sources that actually matter. You should follow medical advice from people that you trust and, and who you aren't don't just know from podcasts right and right. and um you know get your vaccines man it's it's about time to get your vaccines to be fair also i didn't give a number because jackson derailed me with his q count uh <laughs> it was real cute. i'm gonna say 37 percent because i'm upset that you derailed me is that 20 plus 17? <laughs> the 17th letter, which is yes. Q? Yeah, we got there. You, you did it again. Thank you. Piece of shit. <laughs> <sighs> I've missed this. Um, what are you it, talking about? We did this last week. We did. Yeah, we absolutely did this last week and released that episode an hour before this one. Um, is there anything that you would do besides changing everything about the ga- the show that was not baseball? because not a baseball podcast to make this more medically accurate. It's hard to do for an epi- a show like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, I think part of the show is the fact that it's so like, it's surreal, it's so weird and surreal. And the things that are happening, you aren't sure if it's in someone's imagination or yeah. what. And I, and like, the premise even, is an 11 year old has a tattoo right. and that's fine. It's seven weird, but it's fine. Oh, he's seven. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a big seven year old. And it started. He got the tattoo when he was seven. Okay, he is it, a big seven-year-old. And like, also, it, we're it's, at, it's we're, weird in the show, but it's not like. Right. But CPS no one questions. Weird, but no one questions. Right, it. right. Yeah, it's in the sideburn state. It's fine. Everything's okay in the sideburn state. What is the sideburn state? If you look on the license plate, it actually says sideburn state. Is it where Mattingly's from? I feel like it's like Minnesotan or something like that. I thought I told you to you get, get rid of those sideburns. <laughs> I looked it up by the way, and Homer at the Bat came up came out two years before this one. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. God, no, well, fair enough. I feel old. Wow, what a good way to end <laughs> yeah. the episode. Jerk. How dare you? And, and as as we all look wistfully into the sunset That's, and that is what reflect upon kind of looked our up twilight like, years. Man. It got real sad. <laughs> Thanks a lot for nothing. Um, that was. I mean, I'm happy we picked this episode. Yeah, I'm also happy when people show up to see us in Comic Con. Yeah, and you can do that, like we said, at three o'clock on Saturday yeah, after but... Thanksgiving for Comic Con Special Edition. Um, you'll know it's special edition because Jar Jar actually shoots first. Uh, <laughs> wow. That derailed the thing I was going to say, which is the trigeminal nerve branches are ophthalmic, maxillary, and mandibular, which is a thing that if you did any medical training, you were screaming at the podcast radio earlier when we didn't mention it. But or it'll look you like can you're... scream at hi everybody <laughs> podcast at gmail.com or by calling 530 Dr. 
That's five three zero Jackson. D O C T O R B. I forgot the numbers right now. I didn't write it down. <laughs> the extra B is for better come to Comic Con. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> All right. With that, folks, we will hopefully see you on Saturday. If not, um, thank you for listening. We are really glad to be able to be do this again and uh, be able to do it live in just a few days. Yep. Thanks for listening. Thanks, folks. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.